Welcome to the 10th season of Delving Into Dance. In this season, the Australian Youth Dance Festival Youth Ambassadors take over the interviews to explore youth dance practice, taking place both in Australia and further afield. You will hear interviews from Daniel Riley McKinley, Anna Kenrick, Adam Rutherford, Adam Wheeler, Aparna Nagesh and Katie McCarthy. Each interview explores a different aspect of youth dance practice, presented against the backdrop of the Australian Youth Dance Festival, taking place in Melbourne during July. This season has been produced in a partnership between Ausdance Victoria and Delving Into Dance, with the aim of expanding the conversation of youth dance practice, recognising the central role that youth dance has in a healthy dance ecology. I am Patricia Hayes-Kavanagh, and the following podcast interviews Anna Kenrick. Hello, how are you? Hi, Patricia, I'm good, thank you. Um, it's very nice to talk to you again. <laughs> um, so you're a very experienced teacher. Um, what kind of brought you to teaching at first? At first, um, I think I always knew that I wanted to work with children. Um, I, my mum's a teacher. I don't know if that's had something to do with it in the genetics, but um, and my dad works in social and healthcare. So I, you know, uh, working in this kind of field, I don't know, maybe it is in my DNA, but um. The, at Northern School, I went to Northern School of Contemporary Dance in Leeds uh, a long time ago. And when I was there, I always had a, a strong feeling that my career was going to be about performing and education. I knew I wanted to teach, very uh, passionate about young people. Um, I actually did my dissertation thesis in my third year on working with children with autism. Um uh, I had a very strong passion with working with children with a range of disabilities and I've done, I did a lot of that in my early career. Um, and yeah, I always knew that performing wasn't my sole, sole aim in life and that combining the two and the company that I wanted to work with, which I did go on to work with a couple of years later, was uh, called Ludus. Um, and they were uh, solely set up to create performances um, for young people and create educational dance, uh, contemporary dance workshops around the show. So, yeah, so luckily I, I started working with them quite early on in my career, which gave me a good foundation and core training in high-quality educational dance. Um, and and then, yeah, the rest is history. Um, were there any teachers who inspired you? Yes. Um, so uh, at college, um, my, my teacher in education was... Um, uh, a lady called Alison. That's terrible. I've forgotten her last name. Um, uh, she so she was an inspiration to me at Northern School of Contemporary Dance, as was uh, Sharon Watts, who is now artistic director of Phoenix. Uh, in a different way, not in terms of my teaching. I mean, she was a great teacher, but in terms of um, being a very strong uh, female uh, role model, she was uh, she was um, amazing and. Then, then when I went on to Ludus, my kind of uh, line manager and um, teacher was a woman called Jill Greystone, who was very inspirational. She trained at Larbon back when Larbon first opened, um, and she was fundamental in me uh, developing my knowledge and skills in um, educational dance and what that means and what we offer young people um, through dance. Um, and, yeah, I still quote her a lot uh, and use her teaching a lot uh 20 years later uh yeah um what kind of qualities do you think makes a good teacher like what do you want to give to your students every time you take a class uh 
someone who's passionate. Uh, I always want my passion for what I do uh, um, to come through. My passion for what dance can give us as individuals. The, uh, what, my passion about, you know, just the the beauty of what you can get from moving mentally and physically. Um, and what you can create and uh, give to other people through dance. Um, so passion, um, energy and fun, you know. Uh, I always uh, try and make my sessions very energetic. but um, And fun, I mean, fundamentally... Uh, we're put on this earth to enjoy ourselves, hopefully. Um, so making dance something that people are enjoying. Uh, so being positive, uh, creating an atmosphere, inclusivity that you know what um, that you know. I am not uh, the fountain of all knowledge, and my students are the vessels. My my fundamentally believe that teaching is a two way process. Uh, however much experience the teacher's got. However, um, whatever age and stage the students are at, there should always be a two-way learning process from each other uh, and a connection. Uh, teaching's about making connections and uh, with, our, with whoever and making sure the connections are made between the people in the class. Um, what else do I see? So, yeah, the people who work for Y-Dance, you know, we, when they come on board, you know, having a kind of... an all the team is probably there's running things throughout they've all got a fantastic um energy uh, as people you know they're quite energetic uh positive smiley uh um gregarious but you know uh people you want you know would want to connect with um and then you know the having that skills knowledge and motivation behind that and um, is very important. But yeah, making sure my people who come in my sessions, whether it's choreographer for national or teacher training, uh, a sense of uh, fun and enjoyment and uh, connection. Oh, lovely. Um, you've kind of mentioned, like, just started going into it a, while, a little bit ago, but what's your kind of history and journey with youth dance? Uh, well, I think as I mentioned to you last time, the I think I might be the only woman who spent a whole career in youth dance uh, so far. I mean, I've still got another 20 years, hopefully. Fantastic. But, um, but yes, um, as I said, teaching was always something that I wanted to do, yeah. I was uh, very interested in. And so, yes, I, tr- I went when I was a teen. I don't know how far you want me to go back, but as a teenager, kind of went <laughs> to uh, Saturday morning dance classes and Tuesday, Thursday night dance classes at a dance school. Um, I also went to a youth dance company at my uh, local dance agency, so Dance City in Newcastle. Uh, so I went to a kind of creative contemporary um, mm. experience once a week um, and carried on with that and then went to... Nor- uh, I actually wanted to do the cruises and be more of a commercial dancer. Um, that's mm. A lot of my friends had gone down that route. Um, so decided to go to Northern School for a just to do their foundation course to uh, develop my technique. And then that was a plan. Mm. At that point, I, I kind of fell in love with contemporary dance um, and decided to do my degree at Northern. So then I finished at around 22, 21, 22. Um, from there, I went down to London. I worked as a freelancer with the place education department uh, with Magpie Dance Company, who are a dance company, work, a community-based company, work with people with a range of uh, different disabilities. Uh, I worked with Anjali Dance Company, which is a company ran uh, in a professional way with four dancers who 
have disabilities, mainly Down syndrome, and they also have a youth company. So I ran, I was the um one ran that for a couple of years, and then I got a job with Ludus, who as as I said were the kind of company I was aiming for. I was actually planning to go to Australia. I was going to audition and move to Australia where my best friend had lived. Was leaving, oh, was living. So wonderful. And, and Ludus was my last audition before I kind of bought my ticket because I was a bit of fed up with the whole. <laughs> UK London done scene um and actually got in uh to Luda so I decided to stay so <laughs> stayed with Ludus for ooh, six years three tours um mm. as I said that gave me the underpinning and grounding that I think every community and youth dance artist really should have before they're allowed to work with our young people um and <laughs> really uh and then and performance uh so performing internationally and nationally and then I came, I finished there when I was about 30, decided I didn't want to tour anymore. And we used to tour a lot to Scotland, um, to the children's festivals up here. So I contacted mm. Dance because I knew they existed and actually got a job as a teacher with one of them on the, uh, on the big projects. And then the project director left and I fancied a career change. So I went into project directing, got her job. And then the artistic director left about five years later and I interviewed for that job and then took over the company about six years ago wonderful um how has your work in youth dance kind of evolved going from performing to becoming like a producer and a director like how has it um kind of shifted your perspective oh oh uh (laughs) um well yeah i mean I thought when I first graduated Northern, you know, I think as we all do, as most people do, I thought I knew everything about teaching and replicating the kind of dance classes that I had been in for three years at, a, you know, at a, um, college. Um, I thought that was the way I, uh, little did I know that I probably knew very little at the time. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, now from then I was, you know, well, how has it evolved? You know, now my job is to look at the sector in Scotland, to look at the sector in UK and internationally and how the work that Y-Dance can, uh, does um, across the three different areas, um, develop, support, dance in different communities with different young people um, in Scotland and how that can be, uh, we can learn from what's going on down south and internationally, but also make connections as, you know, we have a connection with Australia. You know, this is probably, I think, the third or third year we're going back to Australia um so my job now is really you know to ensure that the artists of the future in terms of my team are growing and developing so that the high quality work is getting into more communities and working with more young people and uh, have far more of a strategic role I actually also choreograph more than in this job than I ever did I'm when I was at Northern, choreography was something quite alien to me. I hadn't had done a lot and um, also kind of uh, sold as for the gifted few who were born as choreographers. The rest of us, you know, uh, couldn't uh, go down that line. So um, <laughs> I have kind of, uh, when I joined Dance, Andy Howitt, uh, actually my the predecessor here, um, saw something in the choreography that I was making and actually pushed me to do more. So I started doing more and more work with one of our courses called Project Y in the summer. And then obviously I created National Youth Dance Company when I took over as artist director and then created more. So um, 
my skills as a choreographer are far far more developed and um um than they were when i was a younger artist and yeah my lots of things god lots of things have evolved my um you know my knowledge in um how to work with different communities what different communities young people need that you know there's there's there needs to be many pathways and progression for young people in different communities to access dance at different levels and then be able to work the way through uh into a korean dance if so or just keep it as something that keeps them healthy and happy mentally and physically um so yeah does that answer your question patricia or have i gone off yeah wonderfully it's amazing it's so incredible to kind of it's always so nice to hear everything that goes into youth dance because as a youth myself i always just kind of show up and have fun but it's always lovely to hear all of the stuff that goes into it you know yeah there's a lot of uh thinking that i i you know on a tangent that all the work that why dance do we and I don't know if it's the same, and I know there's people in Australia who work the same, but we, we talk about what the session is giving about dance and through dance. So mm. what is the young person learning about dance as an art form uh, or as a subject if we're in educational settings, um, but also what is the young person learning through dance? And, you know, different different sessions and different strands that we run have. So, you know, we work with young mums, uh, teenage mums. We also work in Pullman Prison and the the balance of the through and about the is mostly weighted to the through dance we're looking at these young people gaining confidence and resilience and self-esteem and all those skills that dance can give us more probably so than what they're learning about dance whereas national youth dance company you know it's about the dance it's about making the piece of art however through that I'm always thinking, what are these young dancers learning through so what am I giving them in terms of them developing their confidence in creativity, choreographic confidence in their own bodies, confidence in their own views and opinions, you know. So hopefully a good session, a good dance session, whether it's with whatever community should be multi-layered in terms of what yeah. what we're learning about dance, but we're also what we're learning through dance. Because if we just focus on what the kids are learning through about dance, we forget they're human beings and that we should be developing <laughs> them as, as human beings too. So over your fantastic career you've worked with many different companies and collaborate collaborated with them so what makes a collaboration special to you ah yeah the just i mean you know uh the chance to work with somebody else and have somebody uh else's brain uh to kind of negotiate and play with um when i first met you i was uh it was uh, with QL2 Dance Company. So Ruth Osborne, obviously Ruth Osborne is a little bit older than me and been doing this for a lot longer. So working working with people in the industry, especially females um, uh, who have more experience um, so I can learn. I think uh, we never stop learning. Um, we should never think that we're at the pinnacle of our knowledge and skills and understanding because we never are. Um, so working... Primarily, collaboration means that I can work with someone else and learn from them. Um, it also, you know, gives uh, a chance to see how somebody else's take on, you know, costumes and lighting and uh, the craft of, you know, navigating the space in choreography and how they create movement and different creative tasks. Because we all we all have our way of working and shaking that up, I think, is really important. So 
this year when I come to Australia uh, in a very short time, I'm working with Jaden Hicks at, uh, at Transit, which is very exciting. And we've had a uh, probably far more developed collaboration leading up um, to, and I think I've learned that from working with Ruth. And we also did another collaboration in uh, in France uh, with Josette Faith in April. Um, and I think this long run-in that Jane and I have had about talking about costumes and music, and we've actually choreographed a little section either side of the globe, and then we've got ideas to come together, um, is working really well. But that's only been um, developed by, you know, doing quite a few of these collaborations and knowing how, um, how they work and how they can work and how we can make them better. But, yeah, basically collaboration for me ensures that... Um, the process can be even more exciting than working by yourself and can uh, shake your own process up and give also gives the young dancers that I work with um, a completely different experience. Yeah. Have there been any collaborations that you've come away from that have just shifted your perspective completely? Like it might be on dance in general or like your process when you choreograph or just on like life itself, like good or bad? Um, as I mentioned, uh, um, so I, in the, in April we went to a little place outside Marseille called um, Aix-en-Provence, which is a very beautiful part of France, um, and worked with Joëlle Zazette Baith, who is another woman who's probably about uh, in her early 60s, a good 20 years older than me. Um, so I, you know, I loved watching her work and found her, and in terms of my process, I really learned some some valuable uh, ways of working from her, just in looking at how her attention to detail. Um, she works more from a rep-based uh, process um, than I do. Um, I work kind of uh, far more from a blank sheet of paper process um, and see what the dancers give me. Um, so looking at, and I think it shifted my perspective on how we can use rep to create something new maybe, and how it can be a jumping off point. Um, and also in terms of um, detail and uh, precision in terms of how she worked with her dancers and um, was a was a really good uh, learning learning experience for me just to be reminded of and to see her her clarity and her depth of um, uh, detail. What else? Uh, Ooh, so yes, that was a good one this year. Um, and I think I, for Commonwealth Youth Dance Festival, where um, I went out and went to places like Africa and uh, India to uh, work with a couple of the groups who were coming over to the festival, just going out to the places that don't have the infrastructure that uh, countries like uh, the UK or Europe or Australia do have in terms of general economic infrastructure... Um, but also uh, then obviously infrastructure and funding for the arts and then primarily anything for the young people. I think it just reminds us, and I believe that every person should go away and visit some place in the world uh, at least once in their life, um, to remind us that, you know, things are sometimes tough with funding in the UK um, or uh, we feel that there's not enough resources, etc. But I think remind, going to uh, India and Africa just reminds us the infrastructures that we do have and the, and the resources that we do have. It may be that economically, but also in terms of 
the connections in the sector. We, we have a very strong dance sector in Scotland, small but strong. And having that resource in terms of each other and learning from each other is a, is a, a thing a lot of artists in some countries don't have at all. They're working very independently without economic infrastructure and also any, any other artists really to bounce from. So I think um, if I'm still on question, the collaboration sometimes just reminds us um, you know, going out to other countries reminds us what we do have and the benefits of what we do have and not taking anything too much for granted and realising the bigger perspective sometimes of uh, the way in which we work. Yeah. Um, do you see a difference between youth dance and international youth dance? Like, are there different attitudes of... Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we, as I think... Um, as I mentioned, this is we we've built quite a strong relationship with Australia now. This is our third visit. So back in oh, you bit remind me, Patricia, in twenty twenty sixteen for sixteen. Yeah, um, yes, because yeah. I was pregnant with my second child. Um, we came to a work with QL two in Canberra and then developed a relationship with some other youth dance companies there and. Um, then we went back last year and worked with Adam Wheeler and Yellow Wheel in Melbourne, and this year we're going back to Melbourne and doing working with Transit. And I think the, we've developed that relationship primarily with Australia is because it's probably the uh, the country most in the world, furthest away, but most in the world, which is has sorry the same youth dance sector as the UK. So England and Scotland have a very similar youth dance infrastructure um, and plays quite a lot of importance on youth and community dance and the benefits of it, um, as does Australia. And unlike, and then we've tried other collaborations in other countries, and there's less of a similarity in, actually in Europe, or uh, definitely in America. In America, what we found was a more, um, uh, not the same, not the same ethos of youth dance that we kind of, we kind of work towards. So more, uh, rep-based work or more kind of competition-type work. Um, so, uh, and the same with Europe. There's not the, the, there doesn't, some companies like Belgium seems to have some youth dance going on there. But a lot of the European countries have more private dance school sector or uh, maybe smaller youth dance companies. But as I said, they're more kind of rep-based rather than kind of built on developing the young person's creativity at the heart so um yeah and then as i said in countries like india and africa there's very small pockets of things going on but there's they're very hard to find um so yeah the uk england we have a good connection with with uh, one dance uk and what the work they're doing there in youth dance and then australia um so if there's anybody listening who works in canada we would like to develop more relationships in Canada um, and other countries, but um, it's very hard to build these international relationships without sometimes meeting. Um, and luckily, the Commonwealth Youth Dance Festival gave us a lot of connections and we have used those connections. Uh, but the countries that weren't represented, we have found it challenging to try and find a similar ethos. What kind of excites you in the world of dance at the moment? Um, uh, well, the last piece I went to see was Yasmin Vardaman's Medusa. I don't know if Yasmin Vardaman, does she tour in Australia? Did you know her work? Um, um, I'm not sure. Female, she's an Israeli choreographer. Um, and her latest piece, Medusa, was looking at female politics, uh, which was really exciting. I, I 
have for many years, but particularly now, I do enjoy going to see work that makes me think about the world I live in and questions and challenges, the, the infrastructure, the political or economic um, infrastructure and makes and, and challenges me as an audience member. Um, I, you know, I enjoy going to see dance where I can sit as an audience member and let it wash over me. But I, uh, I do like, I do like to be challenged in my thinking when I go and see contemporary dance. And, and this piece did, uh, really highlighted, you know, some of the politics, female politics that are happening globally. And, um, I could feel some of the audience were quite uncomfortable with that. Uh, and that interests me. That interests me uh, why people go and see dance, uh, what people are expecting when they go and see dance and why. Um, uh, and it was quite interesting listening to some of the conversations in the audience after. Um, I suppose if you don't know Yasmin Vardaman's work, you might be in for a little shock. Um, uh, so that excites me. And what excites me in the Scottish dance sector excites me. There's um, quite a lot of changing of uh, people and Joa, a fabulous choreographer and man called Joanne Claville has just taken over Scottish Dance Theatre, which is very exciting in the Scottish dance sector. So I'm really excited yeah. to see what happens up there and how um, how he takes the company forward um, from now. Um, and also, yeah, I went uh, Scottish Ballet. They've been doing some really exciting film work at the moment. Dance and film is not something I've ever done a lot of. Um, in my career and it's and it may be an area I'm going to look into over the next few years because obviously the world we live in uh dance film can be kind of seen by many more than the live product um so it is something I'm looking into and they've actually just worked on a couple of dance films uh for their uh, digital season which are very funny and very uh very exciting so um yeah they've uh, they caught my eye as well what kind of do you want to see more of in dance um i want to see more of uh i want to see more i i suppose it's slightly off point but i employ choreographers in the summer to work with our project y and i struggle to find female choreographers um yeah. um so i want to see more female choreographers making work that jumps jumps out at me and jumps out um and connects um there's just less women uh for all the reasons we know um so i want to see more of that i want to see uh i'm very excited at the moment to see some of our national ex-national youth dance company members becoming professional so some of the people i worked with are like three or four years ago are now you know in their early 20s and out in london and in scotland making work and i'm very excited to see what they can offer the sector and what they're doing because they've had such an interesting they're very focused uh, young people and they had you know great training and also did national and everything every other opportunity they could and i know they're out there making work and i'm really interested to see and maybe connect with them um some of them are applying approach me now to see about work as well so i'm very excited to see what where they go Wonderful. What's lined up for you and Y Dance and maybe even National? Like, what are you doing in the future? What are we doing? Uh, so, uh, just for those who don't know, we work across three areas. Uh, so, we work across uh, participation, talent development, and community. Uh, sorry, and education. Sorry. Um, so, 
we have a very exciting project in education. We've got another 18 months of that. So I'm quite excited to see what the evaluation comes out at. That is a four-year project where we're teaching the curriculum in Scottish schools through dance. So our artists are teaching finger spacing and the history of the ship, Clyde shipbuilders and numeracy and literacy and history all through dance. Um, so we're, I'm really excited to see where that goes. And we're also trying to now look at whether we can get more money to keep that project going. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to get, get in touch with government to see, because obviously it's linked to attainment for those children who maybe are struggling in traditional classroom methods, um, ability to go in and learn through a different uh, medium. Um, so we're looking at developing that. Um, and we're developing our work through in participation in with vulnerable young people. So as I mentioned before, we work with teenage moms and dads. Uh, we also work in Parliament Prison. Um, and we're at the moment developing more larger scale projects, working with more vulnerable young people um, who maybe it's been excluded from school or in um, safe centres. So that kind of, uh, we're very, we're very uh, drawn and uh, passionate about working social justice at the moment and uh, what impact we can have on that um, front. And then with national, um, and very, uh, this is, we've got two performances left, two exchange, uh, two events left oh, with national and then we get the new company in september which is always very exciting and um, we're also this year uh hot house which is our choreographic young choreographers course with scottish ballet uh we're uh we're getting that back that's been quiet for about a year so we're starting that again so we've got um trying to look at developing uh young choreographers across scotland so that's exciting and yeah uh, project Y starts next week two weeks when I come to Australia so really excited to see what the choreographers create with our young people across the summer uh, when I'm in Oz and when I get back to see it all that all on the stage so um, yeah there's uh, lots going on yeah um just to kind of wrap it up we'll bring it back to the start so if you had like the opportunity what would you say to your 18-year-old self, like, starting out at... Uh, what would I say to myself? That there's many paths in dance and that dance is a far bigger sector than sometimes at college you're led to believe that, you know, uh, being a performer on stage is the only way you can work in dance and uh, that things will work out, that, uh, um, that you will find the path that you're meant to and... Uh, to be happy. Thank you so much for talking with me. It's been a pleasure. Inspiring as always. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Patricia, the AYDF Youth Ambassador for QL2 based in Canberra. If you're interested in hearing more from me, I also interviewed Daniel Riley. You can find out more about AYDF online at osdancevic.org.au forward slash AYDF. The notes for this episode are available at delvingintodance.com. You can also find both Delving Into Dance and Ausdance Victoria on Twitter and Facebook. You can subscribe for more podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and other podcast platforms. You can find many podcast episodes on the archive. Some of my personal favourites include Justin Shoulder, Anouk Van Dyke, Tom Bradley and Beck Reed. I hope you enjoyed this interview, so come and listen again. <laughs>